Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter... Why is this so damp? Huh, weird. This week's letter is from... Uh, let's see here. Kemi Salty Wrench. Wrench! Salty Wrench! Oh, salty Wrench. Sorry about that, Kemi. Who writes to us all the way from Booty Bay. And she writes... Listen, you... Wow, no salutation, huh? This should be interesting. My shipmates and I heard your show a couple of weeks back about Pirate Day. And let me tell you, we didn't like how you reported the story about what happened off the coast of Azure Mist Isle. First of all, we, we stole that cargo fair and square. The other ship's captain gave us a mighty good fight when they didn't need to. We gave them the same deal we give every ship. Turn over your cargo peaceful-like, and we'll be on our way. And I know you know this because you had Zeph Bonesprite, as fine a liberator of coin as there is, on your show. Hey, Zeph, they mentioned you. And as far as burning the other ship to the waterline, that was an accident. And Trilly Deadfuse felt terrible about it for days, it being her first voyage and all. And your story didn't help her none. So you just better watch how you report about pirates. Kemi, Salty Wrench. <clears throat> oh, there's a P.S. P.S. Any chance you could get Rijak to send us some autographed pictures? We got an all-female crew, and we think he's awful cute. Wow. Okay. Quite a letter. Some goblins are really touchy. Anyway, thanks for writing. And I'll see what I can do about the autographed picture. Although, I can't guarantee Rizak won't want to charge you for them. And now, on with the news. In local news, the Half Hill Quilter Society announced this past week that their much-anticipated annual Harvest Festival quilt show will be delayed for at least a month. In their public statement, the quilters stated that a number of their quilts still needed some refining before public display and felt they needed more time and that their public deserved the very best they could present. While some have expressed concern that this will put the show too close to the Pilgrim's Bounty and Wintervale holiday seasons, I for one applaud the quilters for what must have been a very difficult decision, but one that I'm sure will ultimately prove to be the right one. Well done, quilters. Hey folks, there's never any delay in the deals or selection you'll find when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. And with harvest season here and the year-end holiday season coming up, there's no better time to stock up on all your farm, garden, and kitchen needs. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. It's time for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, brought to you by Keen Bean Kaffa and also sponsored by Kaja Cola. Take it away, Rizak. Hey there, college. How you doing? Me? Eh, not so good. Kind of frustrated about this whole cereal thing. It's gonna be delayed, my friend. There just ain't no way around it. 
here's the deal. Those cereal crops, like rice, they all take months to grow. Did you know that? Eh, maybe you did, growing up on a farm and all. But I'm a city kid, and I had no idea. It's true, though. I talk to a lot of people, and nobody can speed it up. It just takes time. And on top of that, most farmers get somebody to buy their crop before they plant it. Ain't that the strangest thing you ever heard? I would have had to order a whole bunch of rice way last year and pay for it before they'd even plant it. How's that for a delay? Out of the question. Not how I do business. I want to see what I'm getting before I put out good gold for it. So, the only way I'm going to get any rice this year is by buying it from those crazy mooks who ordered it from the farmers last year. And because they took a risk, they're asking some pretty high prices for it, too. Now, I don't hold it against them for doing that. I do it myself. But it does mean more delay because uh, now i got to raise more capital than I thought. The upside is that transportation is going to be easier and cheaper because they already got the stuff in warehouses in the city. There's always a bright side if you look for it, college. Always. And hey, while we're on the subject, you seriously ought to take a look at going back into farming. There's real money in that if you do it right. Big scale, that's the way to go. None of these little penny any lots like they got around Half Hill. This growing of grain has got to be done on a grand scale to tap into the real money. Mark my words, you need to think about this. So, what the heck is going on in Azeroth? The quilters are delayed, Sparkspan cereal is delayed. Weird, huh? Ah, well, it's probably all for the best in the long run. The Rizhak Report is brought to you by Keenbean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keenbean. Good beans, good Kaffa. It's also sponsored by Kaja Cola. Tiny bubbles, big ideas. Checking the Azeroth calendar, it's a busy month coming up with some big events wrapping up and a few more starting. Brewfest and Harvest Festival have just a little time left, so you still have time to enjoy those festivities in Ironforge and Orgrimmar. One week from today, pink will be the dominant color in Azeroth as the great Nomaragon run takes place. And, of course, Azeroth's spookiest celebration, Hallow's End, is almost upon us. So get those treat bags cleared up and join your friends for the annual celebration of the Forsaken's Break from the Scourge. Well, it would be time for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, but Velmic couldn't make it this week. Fortunately, Eliandor was in Half-Hill this week and was nice enough to agree to fill in. Eliandor, I really appreciate you coming in. Yes, well, think nothing of it, dear boy. Frankly, I needed the peace and quiet of your quaint little village after a rather trying experience I had last week. Oh, really? Well, do tell. So Shala had one of her rather lucrative assignments at the Dark Moon Fair that she wrapped up quicker than she thought she would. She'd be furious about me saying this in public, but people really should be careful about following her out into the woods. <sighs> Why are so many of my correspondents involved with assassins? For the record, you use that word, dear boy, not me. Well, afterwards, Shala wanted to unwind a bit, and she has a few friends who are big fans of the band Blightbore. So we went to their little soiree, where, frankly, I overindulged a bit. 
We got separated. Shala thought I had left, so she left. The next thing I knew, I woke up with a vicious headache, and the fair was actually closed. I thought they cleared everyone out when the fair closed. Apparently not, because that is exactly where I was. And frankly, it was a bit eerie. All of the animals were put away, or roaming the woods, or somewhere, I suppose. There were a few carnies and other stranded guests that were walking around, but no vendors in the stalls, which was actually quite unfortunate because I really needed some sustenance. Oh, well, that's too bad. What did you do? What could I do? I simply helped myself to some cakes and pies and drinks. Uh, Eliandor, did you actually steal food from the Dark Moon Fair? Uh, honestly, what you must think of me. I may be a dilettante of the first water, but I'm no thief. I left more than enough gold to compensate the proprietor. Well, sorry, you just made it sound... Ah, never mind. So, go on. I am terribly curious what it was like. I mean, how long were you stuck in there? How'd you get out? One question at a time, dear fellow. As to how long I was there, it's hard to say, really. Time seems to have very little meaning at the fair. But of course, I was worried about dear Shala. I feared she was absolutely frantic when she couldn't find me. I can imagine she must have been. Turns out she wasn't at all. Actually, she didn't even realize I was missing. She assumed I was spending some time with an absolutely precious couple we met at the Blightbore party. Ah, okay, all right. Well, once I ate and drank something, I felt much better and thought I should find my way out, but the exit was locked up tight. I asked some of the carnies walking around who were no help at all. They mumbled something about, you can check out any time you want, but you can never leave. That sounds vaguely familiar. If you say so. But I did find one who sent me over to see Kronos in the carny camp. Nice enough fellow, but he said as near as he could remember. The only one who could let me out was Silas, and he wouldn't be back until the next day. So you were stuck there for at least a day? It's not anywhere near as awful as it sounds. Having solved the food and drink problem, I realized the rides were all running. So I enjoyed myself on the carousel and roller coaster quite a few times. And then I spent some time with Sage, who insisted on telling my fortune over and over until he got it right, which, of course, he never did. And I was able to watch them test the fireworks, which was surprisingly diverting. It was actually quite nice to watch those without being jostled by a bunch of boorish tourists. <laughs> you know, Eliandor, you sound a lot like the kid who got locked into the House of Mouse overnight. I'm sorry? Ah, never mind. It's hard to explain. Huh, fair enough. I did play in the arcade with Linish Hard Mode, who was nice enough to let me play without tokens since the token vendor was closed. The only bad experience I had was when I wandered into Mail Earnhardt's racing arena, and you know that mad little goblin strapped me onto one of her racing mechanicals and wouldn't let me off, which, quite frankly, was a bit of a nightmare. But I simply refused to engage in her little test, so she let me off. By that time, the sun was coming up. Hang on, hang on. You saw the Dark Moon Fair in the daylight? Yes, and frankly, it doesn't benefit from it. 
Sadly, that isn't the first time I've had that particular experience. <laughs> Wait, what? A story for another time, dear fellow. Anyway, at that point, the whole thing was getting a bit dull. So I wandered back over to the Cauldron of Rock to see if anyone was there. You know, I found that party was still going strong. I asked a few of the fans, excuse me, but I thought your party was last night. To which they answered in chorus, it is. Well, Eliandor, what a completely unique experience. Of course, I'm glad you finally made it out. As am I, dear fellow. After all, there is too much of a good thing. Well, I must be off. Shala will be getting bored, and she is so unpleasant when she gets bored. That actually sounds like a pretty good plan. Well, Eliandor, thanks for coming in again, and until next time, I'll DL Shala. don't. As always, we're coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. If your travels take you to Pandaria, we hope you'll come by for some real Pandaren hospitality. And when you do, be sure to order up a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in tomorrow night for the newest hit comedy show, Baby Schnuggums. Listen in as Azeroth's most irrepressible five-year-old girl runs her parents ragged with a never-ending series of hilarious pranks and annoying questions. This week's episode, Baby Murloc Mischief. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.